What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Weekly D Show, where the D stands for Deep Dives with Dalton. I'm your host, Dalton Leno, and I'm coming at you with another episode here this week. We are rolling. This is probably my fourth or fifth episode in a row without missing a Sunday, which makes me happy. I've been trying to be more consistent, so it's been fun. Um, if you guys are just tuning in for the first time, thanks for joining. Um, if you aren't following me on Instagram, head over there, follow me, dlano.93. Um, if you aren't subscribed to the podcast, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're consuming audio. And then lastly, if you want to be part of my monthly newsletter, you can sign up in the show notes below. What you'll get is uh, a little bit of things that I've been thinking about for the month, um, some questions that I'm asking myself, as well as the resources that I'm consuming. So it gives you guys a little more insight into to some of the things that I got going on in my mind, some things that I'm reading, some things I'm asking myself. So you can sign up for that again in the show notes. It'll be going out here shortly as we come to the end of November, which is crazy. We are blowing, blowing through the months. Um, but yeah, guys, thanks for tuning in. I'm going to jump into this episode. It's just going to be me um, sharing, sharing my thoughts. So something that's been um, on my radar over the last 12 weeks is my continued journey um, in uh, in weight loss or nutrition, let's say. Um, I've shared with you guys before uh, my journey from, you know, being 260 pounds to, you know, dropping down to where where I, where I was, you know, 12 weeks ago to now a new kind of journey for me. It's constantly evolving, constantly changing. I think that is um, something to keep in mind if you're going through your own journey as well as what keeps it exciting um, for me. So the reason why I decided to um, pursue another part of my nutrition journey, um, came after my ultra marathon. So one of the things that I took away from that and that I wanted to improve on was my nutrition and my habits around nutrition. Um, with regards to that race, I, I didn't like where my nutrition was just in general leading up to the race. Um, I didn't like how my uh, preparation for the race itself from a nutrition standpoint was laid out. Um, and after going through that ultra marathon, I decided at that time, I felt like I was a little bit heavy for pursuing the the endeavors that I wanted to pursue in the endurance world. So um, I wanted to lean out a little bit in order to improve my performance. So a big part of why I wanted to um, focus on on my nutrition was from a performance standpoint for for running. Um, so, you know, I've learned a lot about nutrition over the years, just on my own, working with people, trying different um, approaches. Uh, heading into this, I was trying to make some changes on my own and just couldn't do it. And so I sought out some help. Um, I'm a big, big, big fan of getting a coach. So I did that. Um, I've been working with my good friend, Luke Amaral at Movement Strength. He's really helped me out, iron, helped me to iron out some of those habits um, that I needed to improve on. And so, you know, the four kind of three to four things that really um, drove this change was I wanted to go from 200 pounds, which is what I was at that time, to around you know, 184, 185, somewhere in that range, um, just to be a little bit leaner, a little bit lighter and to allow myself to do the long endurance events that I was doing. At 200 pounds, I just felt to be a little bit big. 
um, for myself and I wanted to drop down. So that was a big thing. I wanted to learn more about nutrition timing when it came to endurance performance. Um, You know, what I should be consuming before, what I should be consuming during, how should I be recovering, all that stuff, again, to help me perform better. So performance was definitely at the the height of it. The other thing was I felt myself slipping, um, losing a bit of control on how I was eating and my nutrition and, and something in the past that's really held me back is losing that control um, and spiraling downward, specifically around just binge eating in a sense where I'm eating a lot of food that I don't really need. Um, so definitely around habit formation. And then the other one that, you know, for some reason we don't we don't like to talk about that much anymore, it gets kind of shunned is like, I just wanted to look better. Um, I wanted to look better in the mirror. Um, you know, being a former fat kid, I have this vision for myself um, this that I want to, to attain from a physical standpoint. And that's constantly something that I'm working at. Um, and I felt like I, I wasn't there and I wanted to continue to have that be one of the drivers of my of my goals um it wasn't the main driver the the main driver was the lifestyle change and the um you know performance improvement but um for me having that like physical goal um is something else that keeps me on task and keeps me motivated and i kind of look at it as a byproduct of focusing on the other things it wasn't going to keep me from reaching my goals. I wasn't going to obsess over it. If I didn't see the physical changes, it didn't mean it was a failure. The main focus was to establish the habits and was to focus on improving my performance. And of a byproduct of that is physically looking better, which most of the times it's going to be. I was on board with it. Um, so that was the why. The how. Um you know, for me, being someone who's pretty motivated, internally motivated, um, you know, I didn't need anyone hyping me up. I didn't need anyone, you know, telling me all of these things, but I did need accountability and I needed guidance. And that's exactly what um, my coach was able to give me. So the the first thing we really focused on was establishing good habits and identifying where um, my mistakes were coming from um, an eating standpoint. And for me, my nemesis has always been nighttime eating. Um, just establishing not good habits around that, oftentimes not due to me actually being hungry, but more due to me being tired, fatigued, um, stressed, anxious, and just eating for the sake of that. Um, And I was really losing control of that at the time. So that was a big focus was like, okay, how do we establish good habits in the evening so that I don't overeat? Because breaking down my caloric consumption, a ton of it was coming from the evening time. Like I would have most of my morning and my, my lunch dialed in and then nighttime. So dinner and then into like what I would call snack time, um, was just not going well. So really focused on on that and you know how how we did that was one worked on establishing a nighttime routine something that i've struggled with um so it wasn't even around really nutrition it was like okay how are you going to establish a good nighttime routine to get you prepared um for the next day so we worked through that and it took some time once i got that handled it was it was really good because usually the period of time in which i started to binge eat was between like 8 30 to you know 9 30 just before i would go to bed and so what we did was we tried to replace that by having me start my nighttime routine at nine um you know which would consist of like me having a tea and then um 
preparing my meals, my breakfast meal for the next morning, um, laying out my schedule. So I would, you know, do a, a power list, what I've talked, which I've talked about before, and then literally lay out my hourly schedule in my in my journal, so that I have that all in there, um, and so I know the next day when I'm going to be busy and when I can get my meals in and when I see some trouble spots. So that was super helpful. And then I would write down anything that was kind of on my mind at the moment that might be driving some anxiousness or some worry. Get that on paper get it out of my head um and then that would be it that would be my nighttime routine so that really helped which you know we don't think about this but outside of the actual nutrition aspect of it that was one of the most important things that i established in this 12 weeks and it's been a game changer for me Um, and i know it's helped me reach the other goals that i wanted to reach and it has nothing to do with actual consumption of nutrition um the other thing that allowed me to to be really successful was kind of relearning um, the basics. So we went back to understanding portion sizes. Um, you know, so I knew I've I should backtrack a little bit. Um, we got objective numbers for me, which I think is super important. Um, we did an in-body test, which is you know a really good way to get like your your um, your body fat mass, um, your weight, uh, your body fat percentage, your you know your caloric expenditure in a day. It's not the gold standard, but it's a, a really good way to get a baseline metric. And then we would retest that along the way. And so based off of that, that established okay how many calories I would be needed to consume in a day to maintain body weight, or what is the deficit that I needed to be in. Um, and then we started from the basics of hand measuring, which again was super helpful to come back um, for me because I've done that in the past, but you lose sight of it. Um, so it was good to relearn, okay, this is the portion size of protein I should be having. This is the portion size of fat I should be having. This is the portion size of carb I should be having. And we just started out with that, not macro tracking or anything, um, just the portion sizes. And that really helped to like re bring that understanding into my mind um once we we did that and and that worked like i started to see some changes um on the scale which another thing is and again everyone's going to be different with this um, and i'm not encouraging people to do this some people have big issues with the scale and i totally understand that and it's honestly something that at times was a problem for me but really isn't anymore so I would be weighing myself daily um, to see what the changes were looking like and now the scale is not the only thing that matters and alone the scale is a terrible way um, to measure success but this was one part of the way that it kept me on track along with some other with other things what what was I feeling what was I looking like in the mirror Um, how was I sleeping how was my energy levels the in-body testing so the scale just helped to guide that. So I'd weigh myself daily, um, which was helpful for me. And then after we saw some changes there in order to continue to work on the number, the number one goal for me, which was to bring my body weight down um, so that I could be more efficient with the endurance sports, um, we started to see some weight come off and then we went into macro tracking and measuring, which for me, is something that I don't like. I've never never liked it. I still don't love it. Um, but I knew that it was what I needed to do in order to, to learn and understand and take that next level. So we started macro tracking. Um, so essentially, I would have a daily caloric target that I would be aiming for. Um, and then I would have, you know, my meals throughout the day. 
um, that I would use to hit that target. So X amount of protein, X amount of carbs, X amount of fats. Um, and I would be measuring all this and inputting it into my fitness pal. And that was tough to start and it. And, and I, you know, had to, to learn a bit and refine it, but, um, it ended up being actually one of the big takeaways for me, which I'll get I'll get to towards the end. But um, so we we did the macro tracking, and again that was super helpful for me, and I continued to see progress from a scale standpoint. I continued to see progress from um, you know visual standpoint and energy standpoint. All those things were were checking off, um, which is good. But I think the main reason why I was able to be successful with those things was establishing those those lifestyle habits, which were so important. And the way that I was able to be successful was that was getting accountability from my coach through you know through an app that you know made sure I was checking off those lifestyle things, getting those things done, being consistent with them. And there was a point in time during the twelve weeks where I wasn't being consistent with it. I was getting off track. I wasn't checking it off, and. Um, you know, one of our phone, one of my phone calls with my coach, the conversation was like, Hey, what can we do to improve? And one of those things was, I need to be consistent with this. I need to check them off. Even if I was doing it and not checking it off, I'm like, I need to see the green check mark. So that was something that we really focused on. And once I made that transition, it was super helpful again to keeping me accountable, keeping me on track. And one thing I've learned with these things is at first it's going to be super hard, super bumpy. You're not going to hit it hundred percent. You'll never hit it hundred percent. Um, but once you get that momentum going and you start to see, Oh, if I actually check these things off and I'm actually being consistent. Oh, and now I'm seeing the, the changes that we're setting out to, to see, it just motivates you and reinforces you to continue to do those things. So trying to get into that momentum, um, is super key. And I was hitting that probably about, you know, half halfway through, you know, the six week mark, feeling feeling really good about where I was at from um, a consistency standpoint, um, like a target of hitting the appropriate macro standpoint, really good, um, and that's a fun place to be in. So those were those were kind of like the big um, hows for me. Um, how it got done, and I'm still I'm still on this this journey. Um, it's not over yet, but I want to transition into you know some of the um, biggest learning lessons for me. Um, so number one is it doesn't have to be perfect. Um, and for me, someone who I wouldn't call myself a perfectionist, I wouldn't say that I'm like an extreme type A person, but um, I always thought, okay, I need to like, especially around macro tracking, which again, something that I don't really enjoy too much, um, but have come to learn it's important for me, at least right now. Um, but you don't have to be perfect with it. I always got obsessed over like I needed to hit my 170 grams of protein. I needed to hit my 100 and you know, 90 grams of carbs or my 65 grams of fat. Like I need to hit it right on the dot in order to see success and see the changes that I want. Um, And I started to realize that that wasn't the case for me. Um, If I was in a range, which, you know, we established a range and I would definitely go over that range and I would definitely go under that range. Um, But 
establishing that range was super important and I was seeing these changes um, in a positive direction without being perfect and I was like oh this is this is good this is what I needed to understand because I was always obsessed with being perfect especially around the macro tracking thing but outside of that the, the lifestyle side of it I was like I always thought if I couldn't be perfect and hit this every single day with doing my nighttime routine then I was failing and Again, that's not the case. It's it's more about, especially early on, just sticking with it and trying to be as consistent as possible. And now I see the benefits of the nighttime routine and now I don't want to miss it because I know how important it is. And now I'm probably being perfect at hitting every night because I know how important it is to me and the success of just my life, not even hitting my goals. Um, yeah, the second thing kind of just... just parlays off of that is like habits take time like I've been working through these things for 12 plus weeks now and still trying to figure out how to make it um, a habit in my life I've gotten to a really good place where I feel comfortable that they are now habits but those can always change and slip um, along the way so understanding these things take time not being hard on yourself when you don't hit it right away um, and and just knowing that you know, when you get through those hard times on the other end, when you do establish that habit, it's going to be so good for you. Um, so, you know, understanding that those things take time, I think is is super important. It was always a takeaway for me for things like this. Um, the third one comes back to the objective numbers um, for me are really important. Something that I, I didn't really think was important, um, but was for me in this case, super important, um, both around weighing myself, you know, daily, both around, um, taking weekly progress pictures around doing the in-body measures where I was looking at my body fat percentage. Um, and then the, the macro set out for me, um, was super important. And I've come to realize that I need that, um, in my life in some way. Now, when I kind of hit my goals and I move into the next phase of, of this journey, which would be more establishing like a maintenance plan. I'm not going to be overly obsessed with the, the objective numbers. Um, I don't think you need to have those, but during this initial learning process, I needed them. I needed them to guide me, um, to make sure that I was doing the right things. And, you know, one of the biggest learning lessons for me, and it really like sunk in and you never know when things are going to sink in. But I, uh, one night I was having, um, a pasta meal and I over anticipated how many, how much carbs were in pasta, which I should know because I used to crush pasta back in the day. Um, but I over, I over, um, um, shot it and it, it clicked. It's like, Oh man, this is why it's important for you to be objectively measuring because I would have never realized that in the moment that I was overshooting and then I would have continued to do that same thing over and over for the the upcoming meals. And that's where I think for me anyway, in my journey where I was struggling in terms of hitting the goals that I wanted to hit. So that was just like a really big thing for me. And now I almost like the tracking I know it's crazy for me to say but I almost like the tracking right now specifically because I'll log all my meals and I'll let those things guide my next meal choice um, and for me that's not limiting at all that's actually freeing it's freeing for me because now I look at my evening meal and I'm like okay cool here's what I have to hit from a macro standpoint and then I go into my fridge and I look at okay here's what I usually eat anyway 
but now I just need to consume the right amount of it. And that was so, so key for me. Um, so, you know, those objective measures were, were, um, were huge. Uh, moving into the next thing would be those external goals that I talked about. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of thoughts on this stuff out there. And like, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of like, hate for diet culture and, and rightfully so I think there's some not good things going on right now and um, I always come back to like there's nuance to all these topics there's individual differences for every single person um, but for me the external goal of like looking better um, in the mirror helped keep me on track um, and here, here here's here's one example of, as why um, so I was having success I was feeling better I was I was seeing the, the changes on the scale and I was I was being consistent and I went I ended up going shopping to uh to get some some new clothes um new Lululemon clothes which I am now officially like I'm not sponsored by Lululemon but I probably wear everything Lululemon now <laughs> like literally everything um and so I went to get some new clothes and put on put on some shirts that you know before would have never fit me the way that they were fitting and I could, you know, I could see like, oh, this is this is fitting me better. This looks good. I look good. Like hyping myself up, um, and that was like a great feeling for me. And it helped me actually continue to be motivated in the things that were super important to to hitting my goals, which is the habits, which is the you know the nutrition side of things like it really made me double down on those things which ultimately are going to be more important in my life for long term which is going to be establishing good habits and and understanding the appropriate nutrition but that external reward for myself um, kept me locked in at that time and I find that to be very helpful when you're going through a journey that can be long there's ups and downs getting those wins and those those feelings of, of hype are so important. Um, and that was huge for me because that was probably around like the eight, nine week mark for me when we're coming in onto the tail end of, you know, the the original plan of 12 weeks. Um, and it just kept me dialed in and focused on the habits and the nutrition and, and was super, super helpful. So um, that, was a, that was another takeaway that like, you know, going forward, whether it be um, – um, performance related goals or whether it be nutrition focused goals like I need to have those external you know rewards for myself to continue to keep me me dialed in so that was a big learning experience for me and then lastly and this is like everyone says this but it's just I can't reiterate it enough when it comes to to, to anything you're trying to do in your life um, consistency and routine are absolute king like once I, you know, that was the, that was the biggest thing that I, that I took away from it. Like once you get that routine in place, once you're consistently hitting the things that you know you need to be hitting and you get into that momentum and you're just riding that wave, there is no better feeling than being in control of those things. Like no better feeling. And it takes a hell of a lot of work to get there and it's not perfect and it's not supposed to be perfect. It's not supposed to be easy, but if you can get to that place, like if consistency and routine are so important because once you're in that you're, you're in so much control of of your life um you're in so much control of what you put in your body you're in so much control of what you're consuming from a from like a, a content perspective like you're just you're just in control and it's a it's a great place to be um so 
figuring out how you can continue to be consistent and establishing good routines and habits that allow you to do that as absolute king. Um, and then just to, to wrap up here, because I've been going on for a long time now, um, it is to always remember that it's it's a it's a journey. Like there's for me anyway, there's no there's no end point. Um, there's little little goals and and levels I want to hit along the way, but this is going to be continuing to evolve for the rest of my life. Um, in this stage of my life, it's important for me to get down to 180 to 185 pounds to understand nutrition timing for performance, to look really good in the mirror because I want to look damn good. Um, and that's important to me right now. And that's the part of the, ju- the journey that I'm on. But you know, five years from now, who knows what it's going to look like? You know, maybe I decide that I want to try to be like my beautifully bearded friend and power lift. Well, then I'm going to have to start to load up some weight and put some weight on, you know, maybe, you know, as I transition to being, to being older, it's going to change my nutrition goals. It's going to change the journey. It's constantly evolving. It's always going to change. And I think that's an exciting thing. Um, but I think we put this end point, like once I hit 180 pounds, I'm going to be happy and this is going to be great. And for some people, you know what, maybe, maybe that's true. Um, but I think keeping the focus on the journey and that's constantly evolving is going to allow you to feel, it's going to make it more sustainable. So I'm going to stop rambling there, guys. That is going to be the episode for today. Just want to share a little bit of, you know, my, my journey. Actually, I guess what I'll tell you is as we sit here, I think I'm about, 13, 14 weeks in, so I'm going to continue on um, moving forward. I still want to get down a little bit in weight. Um, I still want to focus on nutrition timing and events that are hopefully going to be coming up um, in the spring for me so I can actually put that into action. So I'm continuing to work with my coach. Um, I want to get down to about 180 consistently. Right now I'm sitting at about 184, 185, pretty pretty consistently on the scale, which is great. I started this journey at 200 pounds, um, so I'm super excited with with that progress. Um, I'm excited to continue to be consistent with my my lifestyle changes and my habits. I don't think it's been long enough yet for me to feel confident that these things are solidified. So I'm going to continue to double down on those. Um, yeah. So I'm pumped. I'm excited. Um, I want to share this with you guys because I know there's people out there that are constantly going through their own journeys, whether it be in the in the nutrition realm, whether it be in the fitness realm, whether it be in the business realm. And I think you can take these principles and these things that I talked about and they can carry over into to any of those aspects. So thanks for tuning in, guys. I appreciate it. If you aren't following me on Instagram, head over there. Follow me, dlano.93. Um, if you aren't subscribed to the show, subscribe so you don't miss out on any episodes. And then if you want to join the newsletter, sign up um, in the link in the show notes. You'll get that monthly. And yeah, I'm super stoked to continue putting these out, be consistent with it. Um, I have some thoughts on maybe some different ways I'm going to go about doing these episodes and hopefully we get an interview episode here shortly. Um, But if not, you're going to continue to hear me ramble. Guys, I appreciate you tuning in. As always, remember, dig deep. I love you. Peace. Peace.